Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Y'all, from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that keeps waiting for the future to get here because Dippin' Dots has been the ice cream of the future for a hot minute now. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places. Or you'll listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. I haven't told you this. Mm Mm-hmm. I like your shirt a lot. Oh, thanks. She's Ashley Pickle. Yeah, check it out. Howdy. What is it? How cool is that? Where'd you, where'd you get that? Denton. That is a cool. Denton a, has a. I've been I've been thoroughly outshirted. Yeah, That's hang nice. on. I'll look up the because I want to give him a shout out. It's a really cool little shop full it's an of like a bunch of shirt. Texas stuff. Hang on, I'll I'll look it up in a second. I'll let you continue that your state intro. State of Texas has got some vibes. Yeah, it's a good shirt. I was pumped about this one. Today is Monday. July 23rd, or 31st rather, not 23rd. Where'd you get that, Greg? 20, oh, because you were saying 2023. That's why. 2023, 115 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Greg Powers. Yes. Today is the birthday of the director of recruiting for Dave Campbell's Texas football, our friend, Greg Powers. We love Powers. And he tried to sneak it by us. Did Mm -hmm. you notice that? Yep. Like he was talking, we were talking baseball, and then he just like slipped in. He's like, you know, today's my birthday, but like normally today's the 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 the, jet, the trade deadline day, and I'm like, we were like, whoa, 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 back up. So happy twenty fourth birthday to Greg Powers. Correct. Uh, the handsomest man on on our on our staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most um, trustworthy man on our staff, and um, and let's be honest, the most valuable man on our staff. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's I agree. Fair. Yeah. Shout out Greg Powers. You Happy get birthday. no no argument out of there. It's episode 1,600 and something. I don't know. Um, 624. 24. There it is. I can't find the name of the shop. On today's show, folks, we've got headlines from across the state, including the once in future Big 12 bunkmate, uh, the beginning of Texas high school football, and a notable name change. We'll get into that. And then back half of the show... It's the annual State of the Vipers address with Vandergrift head coach Drew Sanders. Uh, I sat down with him at the THSEA Coaching School and Convention, and we went through 
Um, you know, look, we, we, I asked the hard questions. We talked about what is the state of the Vipers there in Vandergrift. Uh, it's our annual state of the Vipers address with Drew Sanders of the state runner-up uh, Vandergrift Vipers coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first fourth through the door? We sure do. It's uh, one of you, one of you, you know who you are. You're getting skipped because I don't read lies on the air. Um, so we'll skip him. Nick Morton, Andrew Christensen, Tony Blaylock, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, fellas. I'm not reading the other one. If you want to find out, you can go to YouTube and see the lies that are being portrayed on there, but we're not doing it. Not on this programming. It's called Texas Football Today for oh. a reason. Oh, on that. Yeah, okay. If it, if, if it involves Texas slander, mm-hmm. not going to Yeah. Not going to do that. Nope. I have a I have a stinking howdy on my shirt i'm not reading slander to the state of texas uh, howdy's wearing you can boots. done yeet yourself on out of here howdy's wearing the texas state of texas wearing boots we're not messing around respect on it it's time for some headlines pickle across the state of texas let's start with the biggest headline the biggest headline is hey it's football season mm, did you know that sorry i didn't mean to go out of order <laughs> uh it's football season the 2023 Texas high school football season kicked off this morning at midnight. Uh, there were programs across the state who were celebrating Midnight Madness, which is where, uh, so the UIL says that you cannot start practice until July 31st. That's today. That's the, the this year's date. It, mm-hmm. It's a moving target, but it's X number of weeks before. They usually try to start it on a Monday. That's yeah. why Monday. it just fell that way. So July 31st. And so a number of programs across the state said, why wait? So there were a number of programs out there that were, uh, that were out there. I think there are some programs holding off until tomorrow on August 1st. I could be wrong about that. I thought I saw some of Wouldn't them. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but uh, some of them got going at midnight last night. I saw Corpus Christi Miller got going last night mm-hmm. at midnight. I know that Happy got going at midnight uh, last night. Our friend Kale Steed was out there uh, at, at, at Happy's practice uh, in the middle of the night. So exciting times. Uh, today is the first day. If you did not do spring ball, you can do you get your extra day of fall camp this year. And so that is what's going on with these programs. So uh, exciting times. Football season's here. We made it. I know it doesn't feel like because July and everything, by the way, is because everything's sh- shifted forward. This is the earliest, it's, I think, it's ever been in the modern era. Which rules because that means that the state championships are like a week earlier than what they usually do, which rules. Because my wife and I were planning out, we were talking about holidays this uh, this weekend, and we were looking and we're like, oh, wow, like we have a full week Mm -hmm. between the end of state championships and Christmas. Yeah, and then for me, the Cotton Bowl is before like all the New Year's stuff, so it'll be like, man, this, this calendar... Good calendar. Exceptional. Good calendar. We should do this every year. Happy Texas high school football season. Okay, now we'll go back to the other Chiron. So there was some news last week that Colorado is going to rejoin, is the only way to phrase it, the Big 12. Now, you may remember that the first real smattering of realignment came back in the late part of the last decade. Uh, Specifically, um, when you take a look at with Colorado, um, this was a program that... Who is calling me during the show? Don't call me during the show. Um, Colorado and Nebraska both left in 2011. Colorado went off to the Pac-12. Nebraska went off to the Big Ten. Colorado has been in the Pac-12 ever since. 
Um, there has been some extra turmoil while they have been gone. For example, two more schools, mm-hmm. Mizzou and A&M left. Two more schools, Oklahoma and Texas, announced their intention to depart next year. And they've added six other teams in that span. Mm-hmm. TCU, West by God, Virginia, Houston, Cincinnati, UCF, and BYU. So... The way that the Big 12 is going to shake out this year is that they have this big 14-team Big 12, right? Mm-hmm. But then Texas and Oklahoma were going to leave. And look, we're back to the Big 12. Amazing. We did it. I was going to say, this is a clear-cut sign that if any other football conferences come up, uh, let's quit putting numbers to them, please. Stop. Stop. <laughs> like, no more, no more numbered conferences. Literally none of the conferences have their number right now. None of them. So... Colorado announced last week that they will be leaving the Pac-12 and joining the Big Ten. I'm sorry, the the Big 12. Now, this comes on the heels of the Pac-12's own existential crisis. You may remember that two of their high-profile programs, USC, which is pretty much by far the most valuable property in the the Pac-12, and UCLA, announced that they will be joining the Big Ten starting next year. Now, Colorado is going to be joining the Pac-12, or the Big 12, which is leaving the Pac-12, as it stands right now for next year, at nine teams. A lot of this, and I don't want to speculate, but a lot of this seems to come down to the Pac-12s dragging their feet on a TV rights deal. Yep. So, you have to flash back. And a lot of this does have to do with the Big 12, because I think the Big 12 kind of set the pace on this. The Big 12, when Brent Yormark, the new... um, Cool, hip commissioner. The new, yeah, the poochie of commissioners. um, When he took over the Big 12, one of the things he did was he said, all right, we are going to tear up our current uh, TV contract, and we're going to go to market now. We're going to go to market and we're going to renegotiate a new TV deal right now, basically. By doing that, they didn't have to do that for like six more years or like four more years. But by doing that, they jumped in front of line of the Pac-12, who was going to be the next team due for a, for their deal, right? They got their deal. I think ESPN and Fox did their deal. The Pac-12 is like, okay, well, now we're going to go negotiate our deal. And for the last, like, really and truly year, we've been hearing the deal's coming, the deal's coming, the deal's coming, the deal's coming, the deal's coming. We've heard ESPN's involved. We've heard CBS is involved. We've heard, uh, you know, they're going to go to a streaming network. They're going to go to Amazon, right? We've heard they're going to go to the Apple TV. We heard the CW was going to get some games, right? And yet, right now, as we sit right now, July 31st, they do not have a new TV deal. I believe this is the last year of their deal. I believe it expires after the 2023-24 mm-hmm. season. And so as a result, I think what you're seeing from Colorado is fundamentally a vote of no confidence in the Pac-12. That you have seen their two high-dollar, high-visibility programs in USC and UCLA already bolt. And they have not been proactive in adding teams. And now they don't have a TV deal? And I, just, I think they're looking around saying, why would we stay in what appears to be an, a dying conference? 
Why don't we get out? Why don't we beat the posse, so to speak? And so now Colorado will be joining the Big 12. We'll leave the Big 12 after Texas and Oklahoma depart and Colorado joins. That will leave the Big 12 with 13 teams, which makes me crazy. I would propose to you this, and this is only, um, I would only categorize this as informed speculation. I would be pretty surprised if they started 2024 with an odd number of teams. I'd be pretty surprised. Because that means you're going to have to rotate buys. That means you're going to have to do a lot of different things. There's a lot of of weird things that come along whenever you don't have an even number of teams in your conference. I would keep an eye on the Arizona schools. I would keep an eye on Utah. Um, I would not be surprised if the Big 12 wasn't done shopping. Um, so there you go. We have a piece up on TexasFootball.com, by the way. This also means that Deion Sanders is going to be a coach in the Big 12. And that we will have at one at some point um, Sonny Dykes versus Deion Sanders. And that this TCU-Colorado game in the opener suddenly becomes a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would keep an eye on there. I, I wonder if there's another move coming. And as for the Pac-12... Pack nine, uh, they're in dire straits because there's also a lot of rumors that Oregon and Washington are are, are looking for the for the exits. So it's going to be a, this could trigger another mini round at least of conference realignment. Um, we have a piece up on TexasFootball.com. Uh, our own Mike Craven talked with a number of assistant coaches or a number of coaches across the Big Twelve and just asked them what they thought about Colorado joining. And it's very interesting. The the, the Cliff's Notes version is that they are not scared, mm. but we will get into that whenever we get there. But Colorado will be joining the Big Twelve once again. Maybe Mizzou will move back to the Big Twelve. No one needs that. Mizzou needs that. <laughs> yeah. Finally, pickle. Talk about some news that you broke to me because I didn't see this. Did you know, Pickle, you're a, you're a North Texas alum, correct? Mm-hmm. You're a proud North Texas alum? Mm-hmm. Are you not, you're not going to do it? Call. Thank you. Jeez. What are you even here for if you're not going to call? Yeah, fair. North Texas has been playing in their stadium, their beautiful stadium, right there on 35, since 2011 when it opened as Apogee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Apogee Stadium there at North Texas. Uh, I I've made no bones about it. I love Apogee Stadium. It rules. I think I think it is. It is. I haven't been to every G five stadium. I think it is the ideal G five stadium. Mm-hmm. Perfect size. Right, easy to access. Really cool. Still feels Design. modern. Ten years later, like twelve years later, right? Yep. Still feels modern. It's been Apogee Stadium ever since they signed a twenty year deal with Apogee back, uh, which is a uh, a like a. Software company? Yeah, like, uh, Wi-Fi. Like a Wi-Fi company in Austin, based in Austin. However, Apogee Stadium is no more. Tear it down. No. The signs, I mean. Because they have a new new sponsor. Mm-hmm. And that is the TCU. Say it correctly. D-A-T-C-U, which is a credit union, mm-hmm. will be, what's it stand for? Um... I need to look this up. What does DATCU say? Denton Area Teachers Credit Union. DATCU. 
will be the new title sponsor of North Texas Stadium. It'll be DATCU Stadium. I will get this wrong 40 times a season. You'll get it wrong a bunch, too. Yeah. Um, DATCU Stadium will be the new name of North Texas Stadium. Now, Pickle. No. They follow in the footsteps of the University of Houston. Mm-hmm. University of Houston plays TDECU. Touchdown East Carolina Stadium. <laughs> TDECU. And now they will play. Now, the TCU Stadium will be home to the North Texas Mean Green. You're not laughing. I don't know why you're not laughing. Because it's a great fit. Why? why it is have, a great fit. Why have a naming partner that is not or is based 250 miles south? I totally agree. And when you could support teachers. I love. I, I'm sorry. Do you not support teachers? I love this partnership. It's great. I also text your reserve, wife and say, hey. I also reserve the right to giggle because I'm a child. Well, okay? yes, we all know that. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, it adjust is rather your, unfortunate. Adjust your, um, adjust your, uh, your, 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 you know, the the note you have in your, uh, your phone with all the FBS stadiums in Texas. That it's no longer Apache Stadium. It's DATCU Stadium. Yeah, that's gonna uh, take me so long to get used to. You, if I'm, you get it right at one point, like naturally without thinking about it in the year 2023, yeah. I will be impressed. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think impressed. that that happens. <laughs> we'll but be it's, real I mean, honest. Honestly, it's it's kind of like like the Rangers ballpark, the old Rangers ballpark. But it's still Globe Life. It's uh, yes. So it that is, but, helps. But what I'm saying is the old, the, 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 the ballpark in Arlington mm-hmm. was what I grew up calling it, right? And it changed names a bunch. It mm-hmm. was AmeriQuest Field at some point. It was, uh, it's now Choctaw Stadium. It was Globe Life Field. Uh, it was Rangers Ballpark in Arlington. I always just called it the ballpark. Yeah. Like, that so. is the, it is funny because that's kind of the difference between like a stadium that's named after a company rather than a stadium that's named after like a legendary great, you know, like, okay. Like Daryl K. Royal DKR is always going to be DKR and Joe Jamal field is always going to be Joe Jamal field like that. I love that because it doesn't change. It means something to the university field ain't going anywhere. Kyle field is not going anywhere. And it's like those kind of things. Like you just, you love it because you know, it's never going to change. It's hard when there's actual naming right sponsors. Here's what I think is going to happen. Pickle. What is the name of the 110-story building in Chicago? Uh, the It used to be the Sears Tower. Now it's the Willis Tower. It's the Sears Tower. It's just like forever. I'm sorry. See, but it's funny because I... Didn't, I wasn't super familiar with that until we went, and it was already the Willis Tower. So I always refer to it in my brain as the Willis Tower. So it, yeah. It, by the way, two thousand nine, they changed the stadium or they changed the name. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been Willis Tower fourteen years. First yeah. time I've ever called it that. Just now. No. Yeah. So I I wonder if if you from your perspective as somebody who uh, calls that's your second home up there. Mm-hmm. I wonder. It'll always be after in my heart. Apogee, whatever, yeah. You know. Yeah, I guarantee you in like the text messages with our whole entire friend group who goes out to the games, it's going to be, what time are y'all getting to Apogee? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, 
there's some headlines. Congratulations to DATCU. <laughs> We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider going to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Now, a word from these goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. The Gambling Gauchos are a Texas Tech podcast serving you money lines, memes, and matador content on Twitter, YouTube, and stakingtheplains.com. Well, let's put it this way. They pay me off in tortillas, I'm going to shoot them right in the eye. If you're looking for more Big 12 sports content from a host who wants a 25 tacos in 20 minutes and another that can provide a taco bites per minute analytical breakdown of the feat, then Rob and Kyle are the host for you. New episodes every Sunday and Thursday on the Republic of Football podcast feed. Back here on Texas Football. Okay. Bye. I don't know why it's, that it's, wouldn't switch it's Monday, back. Folks. It's Monday, folks. We all had a long weekend. Um, while we were in uh, Houston, Houston, right? Mm-hmm. That was THSA Coaching School and Convention in Houston. We caught up with our annual conversation with the head coach of the Vandegrift Vipers, Coach Drew Sanders, the State of Vipers address. And, and I got to be honest, last year... Felt like we got ahead of the curve mm-hmm. and, uh, and and jumped on board the Vipers train early. Uh, what do the Vipers have in store this year? What is the state of the Vipers? Let's find out from Vandergriff head coach Drew Sanders here on Texas Football Today. Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at the 2023 Texas High School Coaches Association Coaching School and Convention here in Houston. I'm Greg Tepper, joined by the head coach, the winningest head coach in Vandegrift history, Coach Drew Sanders, here for our annual State of the Vipers address. Thank yes. you for joining us. Hey, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate it. Um, first of all, I understand that the State of the Vipers address almost had to be postponed. Oh, Can you tell us a little bit about what, what, well, what happened? Basically for our viewers out there, we, we decided to take a big family vacation and, and splurged and went to Italy. Mm. But little did I know that the Italian air workers are really upset with their pay rates, uh-huh. and they decided to strike on the day we were leaving and uh, kind of set us back. But you negotiated a piece? I did. I actually negotiated the whole thing. Everybody got raises, and I'm here today. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yep. Okay. Let's just let's open it up as we normally do. Coach, what is the state of the Vipers? 
I think the state of the Vipers is strong. Mm. I think we had our strongest year we've ever had in our history. Uh, next year, for our viewers out there, it's my 15th year at Vandergriff, and and um, and so we were excited to make it to our first state title game in 6A. You know, mm-hmm. um, and um, so we were proud of our efforts, and now we've got to find a way to get back there now that we've tasted that. I would say that the obviously along the way you guys had some remarkable victories dripping spring springs to mind the one that i think is probably the definitive victory in 2022 has to be over katie i mean you talk about a a perennial power coached by one of the all-time greats who they roll out of bed into a state championship game (laughs) from your perspective how resonant and how huge is that win for not just obviously 2022 to get to a title game, but what that means for you guys going forward? Yeah, I mean, um, anybody would have told me that last year that I was going to beat the Katy Tigers yeah. to go to a state championship. I would have literally said, stop, yeah. stop joking, yeah. you know. I mean, it was that kind of mm-hmm. – if, if I went back and watched um, <laughs> Steph's interview with me after, I mean, like I was on cloud nine. <laughs> I, mean, I still couldn't believe it had happened, you know. I was just so proud of our kids. It was a really fun thing of like, you know, you guys say it. That's why you play the game. You know, we weren't picked by anybody, mm-hmm. and we weren't a bad team by any means. By any means, but to beat them, nine-time state champ, Gary Joseph's a friend of mine. He does such a great job. He's he is an icon yeah. in Texas high school football. Um, his dad is too, and and so, you know, for that to happen, we made so many big-time plays and big moments. Um, that that kind of stuff really can start propelling your program to new levels to we actually made the plays when it counted in that environment packed house the katie band playing the whole time all the stuff that you hear about um, and so i was really proud of our coaching staff and our kids you guys get to the title game fall short to DeSoto. Mm-hmm. there are some programs that i don't want to say there's a happy to be there feeling you know what i feel like hey guys mm-hmm. fantastic how much of that is in the program and how much of it is, all right, now we know we're 48 minutes away. That's where we are. How, how much of it is finding that way to the next to the next step? I think, I hope that people watch the game. I, I, I thought we played like a team that expected to win. Even mm-hmm. though we lost, we played really well early. Had a couple plays that didn't go our way early. The drop pick six, yep. a couple of things there. But obviously, DeSoto is a great program and congrats to Coach Mathis. Um, but I hope that, I sense around us that we are we are proud of what we did, but I don't sense anybody saying, well, congrats. You know, we've yeah. got a lot of guys back, a lot of guys that played a ton of snaps that are um, on edge about trying to find a way to prove that they're the best Viper team ever. One of the guys you've got c- coming back is actually the 6A cover boy in the yeah. 2023 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas first football. First time ever in Vandergriff history. Miles Coleman. Uh, he might actually be here right now. I'm looking, looking around. <laughs> He's If you've never seen this guy... Um, He's not huge. Nope. I mean, he's he's one of the most dynamic, fun-to-watch players in yeah. the state. Um, the highlight reel is fun. But as the guy who sees him every day in practice and sees him in the locker room and in the quiet moments, what is it about him that, that makes him special? I just thought it was so cool because you could even sense it in our the playoff games. You kind of start getting a following. And every time he touched the ball, you could even hear it in the crowd. And when you get tackled for a 10-yard gain, everybody's like, oh, kind of a letdown. (laughs) And so he's just – Miles is so electric with the ball. What I like about Miles is um, his humbleness and his ability to just be a hard worker. He is one of the best players in the state, and you would never know it talking to him. He is – such he, he brings such humility to every conversation. 
He's a great leader. He's a quiet leader. Mm -hmm. He's working on being more vocal. That was one of his goals this year, and he's doing a great job of that. He's bulked up in the weight room and looks uh, stronger, mm -hmm. um, and um, he's ready to, to, to lead us on the field next year. You guys also, um, replacing a guy like Braden Buchanan is not easy. Yeah. Uh, however, you guys got a nice addition in the offseason yes. uh, in, in Deuce Adams uh, and, and his brother Eli Adams coming in from New Braunfels Canyon. He was spectacular there. Uh, obviously, not a ton of practice time and stuff like that and, 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 and getting, you know, getting him on the field. With what you've seen and what you've gotten to know about Deuce Adams and his brother Eli, what what are they going to bring to this program? Well, first of all, you know, their dad was great. He was a great player at Texas. A lot mm -hmm. of people may not know that. Mike Adams, he coached for me about five years ago, and so that was our connection mm -hmm. there. So I was able to hire him back. Really happy to have him. Um, but Eli, receiver, talented. He is probably um, one of the faster straight-ahead guys we might have on our team. Like, he has got – um, really fast, just top-end speed. Yeah. Um, and so I'm pleased to see what that's going to happen because now you've got Miles in one mm -hmm. slot. He can move anywhere. And now if you want to concentrate on him, we have a kind of an over-the-top guy, um, which I'm really pleased with him. And then Deuce is extremely talented. Louisville commit. Mm -hmm. he, you know, he just got there. He's battling with a, a, a senior, rising mm -hmm. senior, Drew Mestemaker. We'll, we'll make that decision here, you know, by first couple of yeah. games. Um, but Deuce, Deuce is um, running, obviously has a talented arm. You don't commit to Louisville without having that. But his ability to just kind of move around in the pocket is impressive. Um, he's got great top-end speed himself, but his shiftiness, quickness is, is evident. One of the things I think is interesting about last year's team, um, you know, you guys have always been a really strong defensive team. And last year, last year suddenly you guys found yourself in some shootouts, going yeah. back and forth, stuff yeah. like that. Um, for this defense, uh, you guys are bringing back, you guys are pretty young, bringing back a lot of that core of that defense. What's going to be the key to getting that, taking that next step and, and getting to that that championship yeah. level caliber defense? That's a, that's a great question. You know, I thought our defense was, was um, point-wise, one of our best we've ever had. Mm -hmm. In the playoffs, we we just couldn't, I think we just faced some really good offenses too. Yeah, the opponents know? probably had something to do with it. Um, but we, our front six, we play that broken stack, and our front six, will be very strong this year. Our secondary is replacing some pieces besides our middle guy, you know, Alex Foster, who's all over the place, had 192 tackles last year. Um, and so I'm excited to see who steps up in the secondary. And then, then our front is very experienced, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them pushing people around and, and be strong. You guys had your best year in program history last year. You are, as we've said many times in this program, the winningest coach in Vandergrift history. Yes. Um, how much of that run to the state championship do you credit to this interview and, and, and meeting with Dave Campbell's Texas football <laughs> in the summer? I would say a good 8%. Thank you. Yeah. That's, thank I mean, you. I received you, that. You like that percent? I received yeah. that. Thank and, you. 92% my players. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. A good 8%. Hey. I would say 7% to you and 1% to Steph. Yep, that's fair. I agree. Right. I think I deserve most of the credit yeah. in that, but but we'll we'll give a, a token gesture to him. <laughs> Finally, Coach, with Coach Drew Sanders of the Vanderbilt Vipers, um, you are a Hardin-Simmons guy. Yes. Right? Uh, you're a cowboy, proud cowboy. Yes, for sure. I've heard rumors that you are cutting checks to Mary Harden Baylor? Oh, yes. It was a hard decision. Can yes. you explain yourself, please? Well, the, my defense is a couple of things. Number one, UMHB wasn't around when I played, so 
Maybe that will defend uh -huh. me a little bit. Uh -huh. Number two, I had to let them choose, and they both ended up Your picking sons. UMHB. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it upset a lot of Hardin-Simmons crews. Still, some people still mad at me about mm -hmm. that. In a couple years, I'll beg back to try to get back in the Hardin-Simmons yeah. um, fold. We'll see if they'll accept me back. It's tough. I it mean, is tough. It's you know, but you got to do what's best. They, they best for the boys. They, you know, and they've done good. And mm -hmm. and uh, my other one's graduated. He's going to Dell to be a oh, uh, be a uh, sales guy or an analyst at Dell. And then my other one is, is getting close to finishing. Okay, so he's going to Dell, so you can, you can start borrowing money from him. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's way, making way more than I made my first job. I can tell you that. The van, the state of the Vipers is strong. You heard it here. According to Coach Drew Sanders. Coach, yes. appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Tepper. There is Drew Sanders, head coach of the Vanderbilt Vipers, joining us at THSCA Coaching School and Convention for the annual Say the Vipers address. I'm just saying that last time we did that, they played in Arlington. Yeah. So recent history suggests, who knows, that they've improved. It seems like they've improved every year since we started doing the State of the Vipers address. This is true. So who's to say? There's so, still one level of improvement so, yeah. to be made. But there's only one more step. Mm -hmm. Guess got to go do it. Anyway, we appreciate your standards this time. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle from America's Second Favorite Segment. Final thoughts? Um, I guess a programming note, we're doing a show tomorrow and then no more for the rest of the week. Oh, yeah, we should probably tell people. I'm going to the beach. Nice. I'm going to Houston to That's work. like the beach. It is very much not like the Texan Live office looks nothing like the beach. I can guarantee well, you, you that. You can change that. You are like, like, you could just hang up like all sorts of decorations get some tiki torches mm -hmm. you can make it like really beachy in there do a beach thing i'm sure all the guys would just love that i bet they would jesse feels like a beach guy jesse i guarantee you hates the beach i don't know why but i guarantee you jesse hates the beach that's our chief broadcast engineer yeah great guy it's one of doesn't the, strike probably... me as a beach guy trying to think of the people who work full-time for us on the editorial side that have never appeared on camera um that's it dre mm, yeah maybe dre matula i think everyone else because remember we dragged will on mm -hmm. there i think it's just dre anyway we'll get dre and jesse on at some point <laughs> no we won't <laughs> hey you gotta have goals pickle that's i i don't want to do there they would hate that I don't want to put my but people through things that they would hate. I would love it. Well, that's not my agenda. My agenda is to keep them happy, not you. <laughs> Feels like we can find some sort of mutual. No. <laughs> it's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Vandergrift head coach Drew Sanders for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow for the last show of the week on Texas Football Today. Thank you.